Hello, welcome to the Viva La Fantasy Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Jones. Today on the podcast, I will be having a conversation with Seth McMillan of Santa Fe and Tyler Atkins of Albuquerque. Both are lawyers who are avid fantasy baseball players. I met with them at a local coffee shop to talk fantasy. Let's jump into it. And where are you guys from? Um, I'm, I'm originally from New England, from New Hampshire. So I was born and raised a Red Sox fan. Uh, moved out here 22 years ago, been ever since. Yeah, uh, Chicago, suburbs, go Cubs go, go Cubs go, hey Chicago, what do you say? Cubs are going to win today. But I've lived in Albuquerque since 2004. And what does your spouse think of you playing fantasy? <laughs> Couldn't care less. <laughs> I think my spouse is glad that I have fantasy baseball to keep my brain busy. My very active mind needs uh, things to muck around with, and uh, fantasy baseball is as harmless as it gets in terms of <laughs> mucking around, especially if you have unlimited moves. Yeah. <laughs> what I say is, oh, my team did really good today, and the response I get is, that's good. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's about how I do. Actually, it's more like, honey, what's wrong now? <laughs> uh, oh, wait a minute. Jonathan Shoup struck out four times. Yeah, and it has affected my mood in a way that my spouse can pick up on and is concerned about. That's a problem. How did you get started in fantasy sports? Uh, in eighth grade, I played my first fantasy baseball league. Oh my god, that's crazy. Well, 1988. That's wow. crazy. I had Canseco, I had Frank Viola. I can't remember who else I had. But it was one of these leagues where... You know, in the old days, like when Jerry I used to Seinfeld play there. in rotisserie chicken joints, yeah, uh, we would every morning pull out the newspaper, pull out the sports section, go to the box scores, and start writing down line by line each of our players' stats from the night before. Whoa. We'd add it all up, and that would be the uh, you know that would be the day's results. And those days would turn into weeks, turned into months. I won the league by a country mile. Uh, never got paid a penny. There was money involved, even though we were in eighth grade. And the commissioner absconded, essentially. The commissioner uh, later reappeared as uh, Seth Myers uh, of late night TV. Um, oh, that's right. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. But uh, whatever the, the pot was, I never, I, I never saw it. Um, he should owe you money now. He sure does, with interest, compound interest. <laughs> I've kept a calculation. I mean, I'm not a the kind of guy who holds a grudge or anything, but I've kept a careful calculation. I'm pretty sure that homeboy has a house on I think he's park. doing all right. The, the park, or whatever you call it in New York, where the rich people live. The park. But here's the thing. I played for that one year, and it was a big disappointment because I never, like, nobody even recognized that I'd won the damn league. And didn't play again until computers, until the computer did School. the stuff that we were doing by pencil every morning. Yeah. Um, and that was what... 15 years ago or something, or I don't know, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Tyler? Started in 2008, and he, Seth got me started on it. Oh, wow. my God, I'm so sorry. You did. Is that true? <laughs> yeah, it was when oh. we worked at, when at the, uh, right after school, when we were working at the court. What league did I drag you into? We have a league called Justice League. It's in its, oh, my God, it's like 11th year this year, right? Yeah. 2008 was the first year, and it was like six 
six garbage people in the first year. Yeah, yeah. Now it's 12 garbage people. Yeah, now it's 12 garbage people. <laughs> but they actually try. Yeah. Um, no, but you, you, you were like, you, I think you would like this. Did you like baseball when you were a kid? And I was like, yeah, I loved it. I know I used to know all the batting averages off of the back of baseball cards, and you're like, you're gonna love, you're gonna love this, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah, if you turn the baseball cards over as a kid, then you, you probably have a propensity for playing fantasy baseball. At that point, I don't think I'd even watched baseball since the '98 season when Sosa and McGuire were doing their steroid bash, <laughs> and then because I was in, that was my last year of high school, and I watched all that, and then I was like, ah, I'm, I like I like stuff that's not sports, and then I realized I do. I love baseball. I walked away from, base, from baseball for a long time, just didn't pay any attention, and then came back to it in, like, 2001, I think was when I came back to baseball, and then fantasy baseball, discovered fantasy baseball shortly thereafter. Mm-hmm. All right, and uh, what kind of fantasy sports have you guys played in? Only baseball. Only baseball? For oh. me, Seth. I've won World Cup. I've won football. I've won almost March Madness. I know what I'm doing. Oh, wow. Oh, man. Right. No, I, I only play baseball. I play rotisserie, and I play head-to-head. Do you guys play any daily fantasy? No. No. Oh, good question. The answer is no. No. And I think I have some sort of... I, I, I don't want anything to do with that. I think that's straight-up gambling. It I is that's straight-up guessing. It's Las Vegas stuff. It's guessing beyond all... Like, I like playing season-long things that... Rec- that Commitment. Require commitment and long-term strategy and following trends. Yes. Tracking trends. And liking the dudes on your team. Liking the dudes on your team. Well, liking in quotes. Well, <laughs> mostly, yeah. Because if you like Bryce Harper, then there's something wrong with The bottom line is that... Uh, we can get to that in a minute. Yeah. But even then, even if, you know, uh, you love this player and you get him for one day and you think that they're lined up against the best po- in the best possible situation against some loser pitcher... In my experience, guys can go 0 for 5. I, I, I never managed to hit on that like one-day guess where I, I get it right. Best example being my bench on any given night. <laughs> There's more production on my bench any given night than That's there the is in my active lineup. On an almost nightly basis, I make the wrong call. Yet I somehow do okay this game. I don't know how, given that that, that is a long-term trend. Yeah, I... I uh... Researched it a little bit, and I saw that they said that it's not gambling because it is based on skill and not luck. I don't think that. I don't know that's what the, what's nonsense. The skill? Yeah, that, the that's, skill that's is, what the, the. What is it? Isn't it? Wouldn't it be based on skill? Like, hey, this team's better than this team on this day, so I'm going to parlay this, this, and this because I have skill of knowing what team's going to win. Same difference. Yeah. Well, how much do you guys spend on fantasy sports typically, weekly or yearly? Money. Oh, I, well, it's uh, our buy-in's like what, fifty bucks? Hundred bucks. Hundred bucks to buy in for the whole year, but we got twelve teams. But um, I do bet this one particular gentleman fifty dollars every year that I'm going to beat him. <laughs> gentleman, that's gracious. Yeah, oh, yeah, I was being sarcastic. <laughs> and uh, guess how many times I've lost to him? <laughs> I'm guessing exactly zero. Exactly zero. <laughs> but every year. And this goes out to you, Bling. This one's for you, Bling. Every year when we're drafting, he tells me, you've drafted the worst team in the history of this game. Every year I beat him. And get 100 bucks out of him to boot. So how many leagues are you guys each in? Good question. I do one and only one. Really? There's a Justice League purist. I do four. 
four? I do four. And uh, to answer your previous question, I spend $120 a year on fantasy buy-ins. And that's it. And it's not about the money. No. It's, it can't be about the money. And I, I, I don't think it's possible to make a living doing this. What do fantasy sports mean to you? Fantasy baseball in your guys' case. It's a real mixed bag. Yeah. It's a real Faustian bargain. It's going to be... It's not, in the, the conventional sense, a rewarding activity. It can be. Um, there's so many ups and downs. It's actually... It's probably very good for me in that I... I it's, it's an activity in which I have to endure lots of ups and downs. It's good, good to be able to do that. Um... But holy Moses, it's never, it's never an easy ride, and it's a long season. It's a long, long season. Every August, I, I, I announce that I'm done and I'm never doing it again. <laughs> and then I like, go on to win the league, and I come back the next year. Whatever. Um, it, I just get worn down by it, because I do do it every... every it, what it means is it's a daily commitment. Every morning I get up, I look at Roto World, I read Razzball, and I set my lineups. Uh, and I did that when I was a, a ridiculously over-busy attorney, and um, I intend to do it in my uh, my newfound uh, uh, unemployment. I don't know. It's something to it's something to look forward to. Like every single day on my lunch break, I look up whatever blogs or whatever I'm looking at. And I read it, and I'm like, oh yeah, okay, cool. Did someone pick up that guy? Whatever. I mean, it's just something something fun to do. Yeah. Would you think you is addicting? Yes. <laughs> That's a topic near and dear my heart, and I, I would say it probably falls <laughs> yeah, it on the addicting side it sure of does. Uh, the line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, because it's like if you say every year, I'm done, done. That's the last. I'm never drinking again. The, the last fantasy league I'm ever going to play. That was it. <laughs> then the next day, it's like, oh, shit, it's 5 o'clock. Let's play fantasy. <laughs> Really? Uh, yeah, that's classic uh, addiction talk. Yeah, just one. We'll just do one league. Just one. Just one league. <laughs> just one more league. <laughs> <laughs> you set my lineup, man. What's your team? I'm, oh, let's talk about team names. Things. How do you choose your team names, Jesse? Yeah, no, I kept the team name. If I win with it, I'll keep uh-huh. it. If I don't win, I'll just rotate. Okay. What okay. about you guys? Uh, I keep the same team name through thick and thin. Uh, the other, which I think is the, is one of the true approaches. Um, uh, the other approach that I love that I've never quite done is people who, using a theme, will change the team name every year. The ones that drive me crazy are the people who change their team name mid-season routinely. Yeah. Like it just makes it confusing to read the standings. Frankly, um, I will occasionally do you know, th- something I think is clever for a day. I'll turn into the Los, I, my, my team name in Justice League is Los Camarones, and there's history there, too. Originally, everybody had to have a Spanish name, so I chose the shrimp. But from time to time, I'll change it overnight to Los Craparones uh, if I'm truly disgusted with the play of my team or something like something <laughs> dumb like that. But I'll go back to... Essentially, I'm known in the league as shrimp. As <laughs> Los Camarones. That's always been that one. Uh, well, we can move into the uh, drafting discussion. How important is a draft to you guys, and do you guys look forward to it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> draft day is like Christmas. Draft That's day. not how you win. Well, it's part of how you, you win. Can, you can't win the league on draft day, but you can lose the league on draft day. I agree with that. I agree, too. I'd throw that yeah. out there. Yeah, draft day is super, super important and super, super fun. So uh, here's how I draft. 
Let's see how you I don't draft from the from the general draft pool. Before uh, draft day, I make a list of the players that I want to see on my rosters. Uh, I don't want to see Giancarlo Stanton or any other Yankee on any of my rosters. He doesn't make the list. Sure. I break it down to a group of players that, A, I think are going to be better this year than they were last year, or at least as good, uh, and B, I, I, I want to root for because that's the key. It's such a long season that if you don't like your players, Explain you're just going to space out. Explain Exhibit A. I, I, am I under cross-examination? Yeah, you drafted Bryce Harper with a six-pick. <laughs> there aren't that many good names left on the on the board. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yes. we, we do snake draft, and in, in Justice League, it's set, the draft order is set 30 minutes before the draft. So you don't know. Oh, you just don't know. That's crazy talent. Yeah, so you kind of have to prepare either on paper or in your head or not at all uh, uh, for any draft position. So if you do mocks, you try some early positions and some late positions and just see what you come up with and uh, what's, what's there uh, in the various rounds. So, yeah, it's 12 picks per round, um, and, then it's cir- and then the 12 pick gets pick 13, which would be the first pick in round two. And it snakes back that way. I don't, I, I don't know if that makes sense yeah. without a visual. Yeah. But um, I've always preferred late draft positions. I like, I, if I don't get the one pick in Mike Trout, I'd rather be down at 11 or 12, frankly. I find it's easier for me to draft two at a time. Yeah. And especially, especially if I know the dude, if I'm at 11 and I know the dude who's picking two picks between me, all right, all right, I, I'm going to pick and then the 12 pick is going to pick and then the 13 pick is also the same guy who did the 12 pick. So if I know that guy and his predilections, his preferences, um, I can really wreck havoc uh, at a turn pick down there late. Um, the worst pick is a middle pick for me, and I always get a middle pick. Oh, I hate middle picks. Like, the worst. Every, every year. Every freaking year. Six or seven or five. As what do you pitcher, guys feel about trading? I kind of hate trading. I never trade. I'll never trade. Never. I can't do it. I get addicted do you? to it sometimes. Do you? Yeah. 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 I got so addicted which to suggests like, you, Well, go. It, it's not even the, the trade itself. It's like the negotiations yeah. that I really like. It's sure. like dealing sure, with sure, someone sure. else and seeing what they like and trying to match it and mm-hmm. like uh, if it falls apart it falls apart but it was fun trying to okay. do it but you must uh, continue to do it because you land trades often enough that it's worth your time yeah is that, I, I try sometimes I, it's, I, I regret it as soon as I make the yeah. click button I, I also, it. you know, that when I was talking about that draft pool at the beginning of the year, that list of names, that pool of names, that pool will expand and contract somewhat during the year, um, but it also kind of remains constant. And if you're trying to work a trade with me, I'm only looking at certain guys on your roster that I would ever want on my roster. Yeah. Honestly, I'll look at other rosters and just be like, I don't, I don't want any of these guys. I'm yeah. sure they're all fine baseball players, but I don't want them on my team, so we're not going to have a trade. Yeah. Um, it's not just like numbers. It's, the game for me is never just numbers for numbers. It's personalities. It's it's the stuff. Yeah, it's it, I, I, the game means more to me than just raw numbers. Players mean more to me than just raw numbers for reasons I can't exactly explain. It's ridiculous now that I hear myself saying it out loud. But it's a lot of fu- it's a lot more fun. It's but a lot more fun. You don't know any of these dudes though. Like No, I know. The second you hear something bad about them, it's like, oh. Oh, they're all, I'm sure they're all bad people. Yeah. You think that these professional athletes are like good people you'd want to like hang <laughs> out with? All right. I think we should uh, wrap this up. You guys have any closing thoughts? 
Uh, I'm better than Bling. <laughs> That's all you can. And what's Bling? <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Bling is a, actually an individual of some political prominence who we won't identify. But, he's got clout. Uh, he's got clout. He's terrible at fantasy baseball, but Doesn't apparently think he is. the governor thinks he's a pretty good guy. So he's got a he's got a, a powerful and influential job. Um, <laughs> he does. <laughs> yeah. Does, do, are people still getting into fantasy baseball, or are we just like are we just a, going to be a dying? Are we nostalgic? Breed? No. I mean, we're gonna, no. I'm going to no. keep doing this until I'm dead. I'm going to no. be 44. I don't have that far to go. Because so of what he said, doing this. The gambling. It's that's. It's going to make. Just going to be all daily, huh? Yeah. Is it going to go straight daily, you think? Are these... Millennials don't have attention span for an annual league, do they? It's, it's hard to get new people to play. It really is. It really is. You have to, like, be a big baseball fan. Or you just, have to be a big baseball fan. Or just be really fan. addicted to fantasy sports. Yeah. You can't be... Here's my thing. You, if you don't follow it, you can't be good. No. And I, well, at first... I, I don't watch all the games, but I do follow it, and I know yeah. who's doing what. I was a huge baseball fan when I was a kid, and then I... College, I fell out of it. And same, then same. Someone got me into football, and then uh, someone asked me to do baseball, which I was hesitant at, but I just did the numbers. Yeah. And I almost won. That's it. Yeah. yeah. But then I actually like fell back in love with baseball, so it was like. And and uh, in my experience, when that happens, it just. It can't be just about numbers anymore. No, no, no. <laughs> There's just I, I more agree. to it. Uh, for instance, I've never drafted or owned a Yankee. Um, just, and uh, Tyler, what's your track record? Never Cleveland Indians, never Atlanta Braves. I think that's racist, and I don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, read Rasball, play fantasy baseball. Gray Albright, Gray. best blogger ever. Guy Ray keeps it about. fun. So, the, kind of so a good question is: It seems like you're not a big analytics person. Do you like just your eye test, or do you like talking heads? Uh, as far as analytics, I don't know exactly. Um, I have no problem with with, with any of it. No. Um, and I find some of it helpful. I'm not super into uh, crunching just the numbers. This is very enjoyable. Thank you yeah. for uh, for chatting. Thanks to Seth and Tyler for coming on the podcast, and thank you for listening. See you next time. Yeah, yeah.